What's up, everybody, and welcome back to BPX After Dark, where we focus on the events, silos, and goings-on of the world of block packs. Each week, we'll spotlight the past, present, and future of block packs through community-driven conversation, interviews, and of course, that juicy alpha you know and love. If you're a fan of TCGs, digital collectibles, fantasy sports, or even pina coladas and getting caught in the rain, you've found your new must-listen programming. Block Packs is more than just a company. It's an incredible group of fans of cutting-edge tech, high-octane collecting, and supportive community. Broadcast live each Thursday at 6 p.m. Pacific on X Spaces, we are brought to you by Radish Digital. That's digital with a J. I'm your host, GT, and I'm here every week to be your guide through Block Packs. Tune in and come join the conversation. And without further delay, let's get on to this week's show. All right, everybody, this is Discord user Slappy White with Radish Digital. That is digital with a J. This is BPX After Dark, hosted by GT. And tonight, we're going to be going through the Block Packs dash. We're going to be touching on a, a couple of important metrics around the ecosystem. We're going to start off talking about there's a lot going on in Block Packs this past week. We've got Eric, who's already on stage, who's going to be dropping a little bit of alpha. And then we're going to finish up with, man, I'll tell you what, GT is just his creativity is that the block packs trivia game that he came up with is it's a fun game to play he's juiced it up with prizes so you're gonna have a chance to win things as well so exciting time and just a couple of bookkeeping notes for radish is we do have the final week of fantasy football based on hth still can sign up right up till kickoff so if you haven't signed up, just head over to Radish Digital and you can find it on the fantasy page. Sign up for that uh, fantasy football. It's also on the homepage. So, GT, how are you doing? Slappy. I'm trying. I'm swatting at a mosquito and my dog is on my lap. It's cra- it's crazy. It's emblematic of what I think this week was in Block Packs land, man. Woo! What a wild ride. I ha- Have you been able to keep in touch with all of the things that are going down? Well, as people will say all the time, it is a full-time job. It really is. And by the way, I have to share with folks is that right now, GT and I are simulcasting on video chat while we do this. And we also have Hawkwind on here as well. And so while GT is trying to swat mosquitoes, you have Hawkwind in a, in a hat who looks like he's coming in from the North Pole. So I just love the dichotomy of the guy who looks like it's 40 at, below zero outside and the guy who's swatting it's great. It's great. That's that's the beauty of America, right? A real, uh, real yeah. diverse, diverse melting pot of of many different temperatures and people. But no, I'm really happy to be here and and really excited to be able to kind of review. Boy, what was a helter skelter deluge of all the different kinds of silos. And I know that there are a lot of people, myself included, who might not be privy to all of the things that have gone on this week. And so that's why we're here. We love to get a chance to review. We love to get a chance to talk a little bit about some of the things that are going on in the Block Packs ecosystem and space. And then, of course, we got to have a little fun. We got to have a little fun. It's Thursday night. That's usually prime time for trivia night, pub trivia night. There it is. I am rubbing off on you, Slappy. I like that. I wish I could do it like you can do it. (laughs) Well, regardless, we've got a full house here in the spaces, and you all are going to have a chance to win some wonderful prizes if and only if you can answer Block Packs trivia uh, that I, questions that I will be asking in a little bit. But let's just get into it. First off, Slappy, before we start, you know I have to ask you 
there's a certain football game that's going to be happening on Sunday. What are you going to be doing for it? You're going to be watching it. I will be watching it. Uh, we're going to be going nothing crazy. Going over to some friends. School night for both my children and my wife. What about you? Yeah, I, don't, I actually don't know yet. I've got a couple of friends who will probably be hosting, but you know, it's the the Super Bowl is always a, a fun time. Obviously, I'm a Niners fan, so I'm extra invested this this year. But yeah, it's all it's always a fun time because you know I used to teach I used to teach middle school, and one of the um, one of the units that we would do would be on like um, learning about persuasion tech, tech techniques and like the Aristotelian appeals of logos, pathos, and ethos. And we would do <laughs> this series where we would analyze TV commercials and like print ad commercials, and they would have to analyze the different techniques that were being used. Oh, and so awesome. for a little like extra credit, every every year I would be like, watch the Super Bowl. And even if you don't like football, watch the commercials. And it was so fun when all the students would come in on Monday to be like, oh, did you see that Toyota Prius commercial or that wild commercial with Steve Carell and Cardi B like that's ethos right there you know and so it was it was really fun to to see it so I it's you know not being in the classroom now is is um you know it, it definitely has its benefits and drawbacks but this yeah. is a particularly um particularly fun fun weekend for me even if even if my beloved Niners were not in the Super Bowl but uh, I can't wait to see the future uh MVP of the game Brock Purdy do do his thing uh, Brocky Balboa um but yeah, so we got we got a lot to we got a lot to cover. So we should just go ahead and dive in. I do want to make note to all of the beautiful listeners out there who are listening live and also listening eventually in the in the podcast spaces. Um, you know, I Slappy reminded us that you know I want to really make sure that we have a pretty solid format for Block Packs After Dark, so all of you can kind of know what we what to really rely on and what to count on when it comes to content. Um, I, I've got three sort of separate sections that I'm hoping to block every one of the blo- the BPX After Dark series into. The first is a little catch up because you know I love getting to getting to hang out with you, Slappy, for a little bit, and of course our wonderful guest co-hosts who come on, Hawkwind. Good to see you. Um, and then uh, so that'll be that'll be Silo One. Silo Two will be the Block Packs Dash, where we give a little bit of a top-down look in terms of some of the silos. And then lastly, we're going to have the main event, some kind of fun rotation of things that we can do, because at the end of the day, it's after dark. We get to let our hair down a little bit. We like to get, we, we can we can have a little fun together. And so tonight is going to be one of those examples. Uh, we are aiming for 60 to 90 minutes per episode. We've heard some feedback. We know it's late on the East Coast. We want to make sure that you can digest this in one sitting and get some good sleep, um, either live or in podcast form. So speaking of which, we are releasing the podcast editions of each BPX After Dark show uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. And please make sure to like and subscribe. That really helps us out. And of course, you can also catch us on X Spaces as a replay. Um, so with that out of the way, let's go ahead and just jump in to this week's catch-up. Um, big, big week in the Radish Digital Spaces, Slappy. Congratulations. You had three productions, including this one, which really dropped a lot of important alpha and information. And you hosted some really pretty awesome events. So props to you. Props to you. You're building that media empire, my man. Um <laughs> And, you know, we, we had, I, I think, none more impactful and important this week than, of course, focusing on the 
uh, most expensive sale yep. in block packs history. Yes. Um, and that was uh, Tito <coughs> Machado's minor 9999 uh, to Alpha Trilogy for uh, 10,000 USDC and a million and a half BPX. One million dollars. One million. Man, I tell you what, I. Yeah, go ahead. Didn't you love that part where Alpha mistakenly called it dollars instead of being checked and started laughing? Yeah, that was great. And then he was like, Tito, don't get any ideas. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I think honestly, fair price given the history. But I, you know, and and that that would be coming from me who doesn't have that capital. But but then hearing Alpha talk about just how deeply, keenly aware of the history behind not just that token, but also the project itself. And hearing him talk a little bit about the importance of remembering the miners of Ethereum, who really, you know, spearheaded all of this, that, you know, those are the shoulders of giants we're standing on right now, right? And I found that incredibly poignant. I found that incredibly important. And I found that just it, it it made it warmed my heart knowing that that token is held in a wallet for by somebody who really truly sees how important the history of what we are covering really is. Well, and I, I thought it was interesting is that I love the fact that Alpha said I overpaid for it, and he he said you know this is and it's partly because of the market right. He, he, he obviously sees value beyond what he paid. Alpha's not a fool. He wouldn't do that. He knows right. there will be a value in the future. He knows the value is there. It just hasn't been recognized. And his whole point for overpaying now is that he knew that it sounded Tito was willing to move it. And so from Alpha's point of view is it was going to fall into the hands of somebody who would hold it forever, at least during Alpha's lifetime. Mm-hmm. So his, his point that he said is, this is my one shot. And mm-hmm. are you willing to overpay it, right? It's that it's that home of your dreams. Are you right. going to spend 5000 more than the asking price because it meets every one of your needs? Or are you going to just say, well, the house is only worth $400,000. i am not going to offer 405000 So, Or do you go for it because that's what makes you happy and you truly want? A hundred percent. And what an amazing ambassador to our space. Alpha has been in this for the long run. And I couldn't think of a better new owner for that token. And I also think it's really funny that you think houses are cost $400,000 here in the Bay. Here in the Bay Area, that's like, that's a used like bathtub. (laughs) I I was thinking in my head, I was thinking about the audience, everybody, everywhere around. I'm trying to buy a house in Newport, Rhode Island right now. So trust me, eight, (laughs) six hundred, seven hundred thousand as a starter home there. It's not the bed. Yeah, Yeah, there we go. There we go. So um, must watch video is up on the Radish Digital YouTube channel. Make sure to subscribe to that. Listen and watch the entire conversation between Tito and Alpha, commenting on the historical aspect of the collection. Really, really amazing. That was, of course, the... the And, and I, I would think that that would be the capstone to the week, but that really <laughs> just kicked us off. Um, we have had an incredibly busy week of news coming from a lot of different spaces to the point, and I've been away and I've been working with some students one-on-one, and so I haven't necessarily been in the spaces as much. But boy, um, 
This Eric guy, he just is the Willy Wonka of alpha drops. I mean, you can just tell that he, I, I just imagine him at the block packs office, just wearing his purple hat and, you know, his cane around there and all that. And just little dropping little fun things, you know? So, so Oompa Loompa doopity do. Uh, I want to invite Eric up to the stage for you because I think that we need to hear straight from the horse's mouth some of the things that we might have missed oh, in, in terms of the goings-on and the progress and the moving of the needle up in block packs. Uh, we've got a lot of silos to cover. We've got a lot of news to co cover. So I want to um, throw it over to Eric and first ask you, Eric, how the heck are you tonight? Oh boy, GT, it has been a week. Let me tell you. <laughs> I'll start with that. I believe it, man. I'm sure there have been there have been good, bad, neutral, and everything in between that spectrum. But boy, let me tell you what, I'm I'm grateful for the gift of your time, man. And I'm grateful as a Block Packs fan and a Block Packs consumer that you continue to just sprinkle these little bits of joy and alpha on here in different ways. I, I love that. Uh, I'm actually, to be honest, man, it's it's a pleasure to to kind of get to have this fun and and sprinkle the news as it comes across where we flesh out what we're doing and we're comfortable letting the community know about it you know we're always going to be cautious on exact dates and hard dates as things you know we have to be flexible with things sometimes it changes but you know as a community member myself i just i always wanted more information and or just i always wanted more little of those sprinkles just so i know what was going on so you know again part of me finally being on this side of the rope and being on the team member side like i i want to make sure that i get to bring that joy and that fun and you're you're right man there's times where i'm sitting there thinking like if i just said this would frenchie be mad or <laughs> I hold that one back. <laughs> yeah. And that thought goes through my head on the regular, but man, he, he's he's been great. He's like, look, I trust your judgment. If you want to let it rip, let it rip. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, sounds good. <laughs> I, lo I love that. I love that he's given you power to uh, ask for forgiveness, not permission. But, this is great. In GT, he's better than Rommel, which I love Rommel. And having him in the Wonders Discord is awesome the way he's interacting with everyone. And Rommel was a great guest. But the reason why I don't like Rommel is that Rommel absolutely sealed his lips for BPX break room. Is that <laughs> I don't think he knows our community. He, he's not Eric, right? He's not going to be like, oh, well, I crossed that line. All right. Hey, Frenchie, excuse me. Who here doesn't believe that Eric is absolutely going to cross the line or hasn't crossed the line already <laughs> with the amount of alpha he's dropped? Well, speaking of which, I want to I want to talk about that because I, I kept working on these show notes over the course of this week. And I was like, okay. You know, I finished the show notes probably on Monday and thinking to myself, okay, I'm in pretty good shape. You know, everything's good to go. The Black Pack stash is ready. I just need to add some things at the end of the week for the figures that I was able to count in total. And then I got a bit of alpha on Tuesday. And then I got a bit of alpha on Wednesday. And then a little bit more on Thursday. You're just hitting us with that with that trickle, man. And in the words of, of, of Bay Area legendary rapper E-40, you sprinkle me. You keep sprinkling. This is great. So I want to yeah. ask you if, about a few things that I heard and then, la and, then, and then wonder if I'm also missing anything. So first off, um, I, the, the categories that I have are Top's living set random happened today. Then I want to let's let's just go in, in that order. Let's let's start with the top's living set random. How did it go? Did did the random work out okay? I, you know I have to ask. 
Yeah, we, I mean, we were ready to roll on that, and we had to wait for two of them to get delivered. But, you know, the, the team did a great job getting them vaulted as fast as possible and into the marketplace for us. Um, nice. And then random went well. Um, engineer team took care of that, got it out to us. And, you know, we, we've kind of implemented our new policy ever since the uh, Santa situation happened with the prize list so we yep. will always work to publish a entry list the night before or the day before and give a community audit period for at least you know 12 to 24 hours before we actually push that random button so smart make sure you guys put an eye on that absolutely i love that i love that as a new mechanic for for us it also provides a little bit more buy-in with the and, and accountability for for us as well love that okay so that was today um, I believe it was on Monday. Um, I was scrolling through Discord and I noticed that there was an OG who was about ready to let go of his account. And you stepped in. It was probably what eleven o'clock at night. And I want to quote you, and I want to see if you have any response to your own text here. But this is what you said. The 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 user was like, "I'm going to be selling my account. I need to, you know, I need to just let it go." And he said, and you said. Sorry to see you go, but you may want to hold on for a minute because some of that old Raz Spice will be returning in a new form as a part of an HTH tie-in. I think I recall you from the Raz days. I was a community member then and have joined the team recently with the intent to revitalize some of that Raz spark, which we will be calling Snap or Snap Game moving forward. That perked my ears up as a big Raz fan myself. Anything else that you can add or any kind of clarity that you'd like to provide us with that one? Yeah, I'll, I'll disclose some of it, but not all of it. So the way the way we plan to use this is it HGH will not become an IM, right? HGH has a standalone product as a collectability. It has a leaderboard. It has points. We have BPX payouts to it. But our intention is to have some form of an insert or another item that will come out of the packs that will then represent your entries into our previous now called snack games. Um, and, and there will be cards, you know, that can be one physical slab cards and they will be associated to those inserts in the game. And it's intentional, right? We do not want to take away from HTH, but we want to, you know, we heard the community when they said, we want to Raz, we want to Raz, we want to Raz. Um, and we heard that like, oh, you kind of have to wait a while for that season to end to get, you know, to get your BPX drips and payouts and things like that. So what better way to bring back that rat, that, that snap game in a form of a Raz? And, you know, it may not be the $400,000, $500,000 sets that you used to see, but we will still put some more instant gratification into that game now, um, you know, for the community. Amazing. I can't think of a better way to sort of bridge the gap between the end game, which is like the end of a season of HTH, right? We want to make sure that we're continuing that momentum, building that kind of daily or weekly or monthly momentum, because of course, a basketball, a baseball, a football season lasts a very long time. And of course, we want to make sure that we are increasing the collectability standpoint of those collections, but also having the opportunity to be able to kind of like get that little juice in there. So I love that. I love that. There's there's more there's more to it but i'm okay. not going to fully unpack it uh for, jeff and i actually have a meeting tomorrow to kind of hone out exactly how we want to let that rip and then he'll probably unpack the full announcement on it uh sometime soon 
Oh my gosh, I can't wait. Hawkwind, I, I see that you've got your hand up. Do you have a question or comment when it comes yeah, to this? Yeah, uh, I want to go back uh, to the um, Tops Living Set random. I don't know if you guys saw in actually the, um, I think it's general uh, on a channel in block packs, but CP Hurley started a loser bracket. And the loser uh -oh. bracket winner was a really great idea. And I wanted to point this out. And so he won two cards and he's donating one of those cards from the living set to the losers. And then they're going to random them. Then he got a lot of other people to do it. It was up to seven last time I looked cards that were donated from that first one that only the loser can actually get. And I know yeah. a newest member of the actual um, newest member of block packs. One of them is, was it just really, really hit home for him and how he posted about how great and what a community it is, how great it is and so on. Yeah, thank you for calling that out, um, Hawkwind. I, I noticed that too. And we actually talked about a random act of block packs that C.P. Hurley did for the newbies a couple of weeks ago on that episode where he was talking a little bit about compiling a lot of HTH boxes for new members. So if new members purchased a box, they had a chance to win a box from one of the OGs. This is just C.P. Hurley doing his C.P. Hurley things, right? And another moment of strength and community building for our members of Block Packs. And I really appreciate you pointing that out. I was going to write that down in my show notes, and I didn't, and I'm glad that you brought that up. Um, Eric, I want to continue on. We, so I love this idea of RAS mechanics. That was something that you dropped on Monday. And then on Tuesday, you had a conversation in conjunction with the Radish Digital YouTube um, conversation about the, uh, the, the minor quad nine sale. Um, and then you, you dropped a little bit of information on the lost minor books and a little bit of extra spice. Can you just briefly talk a little bit about that in case some people missed it? Yeah, so the intent here is, you know, Block Packs, we're, we gamify everything. Everything we do has gamification, some fun to it, a little bit of that spice. You know, there might be some risk-reward to certain things. And in this case, we are going to auction 1 through 10, um, basically like a draft order, for your ability to select a miner from our company holdback. So you will get a, the actual lost miner from the company holdback. And then you will also get a Collector Chronicles book, the lost miner book. It's, I, I saw it today. It's 348 pages long. Wow. Uh, and it has all the, the lost miners in it. And your, your, the collectability side of it is that because it's only numbered 1 through 10, uh, we'll have we'll have Jeff number those by hand, one through ten, in in draft order. You pick your miner, and then you can either put that miner on the inside page of the book. So page two will have a miner art on it, and you you can select the one that you pick from our holdback, or any miner that you hold in your wallet at that time can be put on there as art. And then the the final piece is. You know, again, this is coming from me. Jeff does not, he's not this person. Jeff is such a humble guy, and I talked about this before. He's not one of those boastful people. He doesn't want, really want the, the limelight when it comes to what he builds. He, he really does work to give the credit to the team. But me as a collector and me as a community member said, if I was to get one of these books, I would want it autographed by Jeff. And mm -hmm. So I twisted his arm, and he agreed that if somebody really wants one of those top 10 autographed, he will sign it, and Charles said he will sign them as well if people want. And if you don't Eric, want Eric, an autograph— Eric, isn't it true that Frenchie came to you and said, listen, 
There's nothing that would make these more valuable than my autograph. That's what <laughs> to really no. juice this, that Eric. Is- I'm gonna at this point don't listen to Slappy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. I'm teasing because if anybody was no, at, I know. if anybody was but, at National, Tex Hooper is so proud of the fact. Eric talks about the fact that he couldn't get Jeff to sign correct. an HDH comic. Tex Hooper actually got him to sign something, and it was only because Tex badgered him to death to do it. Frenchie absolutely hates doing this stuff, hates making it about himself. So think, the fact that I Eric think, got him uh, to do it is pretty impressive. I think at Nationals, he 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 knew he was going to hire me eventually, so he didn't want to sign something for me. I think that's... Ah, there you go. Now, now, Eric, this is amazing news. I know that there are a few absolutely baller minor holdbacks, including, if I'm not mistaken, a one-of-one one minor as well. So I, I imagine that this auction is going to be a lot of... is going to garner a lot of really interesting juice. Um, now, just remind me as well, from what I heard, there are going to be three tiers of Lost Minor books. There's going to be uh, ten, a, a set of 10, and then there's yep. going to be a secondary set, and then the kind of like mass-produced set. Am I getting that right? Right. So there will be a set of 10 uh, with, a, with a cover book. It'll be the, the Canary edition. Uh, there will be a candle stick edition, which will be the out of 99. And then nice. there will be a 440 count. That's our first order we did um, for the books. So that, that'll be your, you know, your, your collector edition, just your, your collector edition book. And we do have the ability to print more of those if we need them down the road. Um, but this is just our, our first print run on them that we, uh, we ordered. I love it. And for the uh, out of 99 and the rest, those will also be auctioned or via purchase? Those will be via purchase and only in BPX. So there will be a set BPX price for both tiers and then the auction will be for the out of 10. And that auction is slated to come in behind our first full auction. So expect that to run I would, I would, the goal is before the end of the month to have, so we're, our goal right now is to have our full card auction run and then the minor auction run in behind it by the end of the month. So for those of you who didn't know that, that big auction is coming up too. We're going to, we're packing that out and getting that ready, uh, making sure we're crossing our T's and dotting our I's there. But we're, it looks like we're almost ready to, to, to get that information out and send it live as well. Exciting news. And I want to address that kind of auction uh, in just one second, but I do want to know, uh, Hawkwind, do you have any uh, anything to say? Yeah. So um, we were at uh, the National and we were in the booth and they actually pulled out the, um, the minor book. So there was one sitting there. So I remember um, we were going through it and it was really cool to be able to find your minor in the book itself and then see if mm-hmm. your minor was just a like a thumbnail about yay big or was it actually um more called out within the book and it was really fun and how they organized uh, each of the minors into groups is really good um and the book itself is big it's a coffee table book i know he said it if you um see some pictures of it sometimes it looks more like a uh, a book for uh like maybe a college book but it opens up nicely the colors are vivid the thing is really really sweet I can't wait to see it. I, I really can't. It's it's so exciting. It's something that I've been thinking about in in a big way. So, um, and I, I appreciate that that plug as well. So, if you haven't compiled that BPX, um, you know, I definitely suggest that that might be something for you all to do out there in block pack land. 
Um, Eric, on to the auction. You just mentioned that the auction, <laughs> the, the new version auction is going to be happening very, very soon. Super exciting. I know Frenchie dropped a little bit of a, um, a addendum to the auction credit. Are, are you in that boat? Can, can you describe a little bit about what's going on with the auction credit? Yeah, so what happened was we felt like if you purchased your auction credit anticipating it to run back in September, the price of BPX at the time was uh, two and a half cents, right? And, you know, if you knew, hey, auction, they told us auctions are going to be September and here we are. Obviously, we had some tech issues with it and we've been able to iron that out now. So what we did was we compared the price of BPX to today versus the price of BPX then. And we said, well, if you, if you bought your auction credit at that moment and spent it on, on the auction, you wouldn't care what the price of BPX is today. But because of the delays, we gave everybody a 25% bump. And even if you've already spent that auction credit, uh, let's say you only had like $100 left out of the 400 because you've been spending it on our test auctions. Uh, you're still going to end up getting that 125 Well, it's $125 of 500 is the math that I'm doing. Wow. But you're going to get that 25% bump still on your auction credit just just of uh you know because of the delays that's all Jeez, louise hashtag block packs gives i mean just yet another another way that you all are thinking really about the the community thinking about the consumer and making sure to kind of you know potentially not necessarily rectify or fix but just provide a little bit more of a bonus for people and in that that continues to kind of feed the ecosystem so props to you and we're not done, Eric. We, I, I, and this is amazing. I, we, we talked a little bit, and, and I noticed in, um, in the Discord that you were, t- you were spitballing a little bit about baseball color pops and drip tokens. And I'm going to say that I actually, this, this is where, and this is not just me playing dumb host. I need a little bit of a walkthrough in terms of the baseball color pop points. I noticed that you were mentioning something about drip tokens as well. Can you walk me through a little bit about what's going on with the color pops and when those points and those totals might be released or or some, something like that? And then and then talk a little bit about those drip tokens. Eric, before you uh, before you get to that, is I don't know um, GT if you saw the comment from Petrarca because it could dovetail dovetail with the answer. Petrarca says BPX drips used for books or new baseball HTH boxes. So kind of tying the drips and the baseball color pops and everything. So just either incorporate it, Eric, or maybe answer that after. Uh, yeah, I'll touch it. I'll touch it at the end. Um, but I'll start with, so the BPX drips themselves, uh, obviously it's going to be in the marketplace. So whenever you claim your BPX drips, you will not have a gas fee anymore like the old ones. So that's going to save everybody a little bit extra as well, because you can just, you can come in and you can claim daily, weekly, monthly, you can let it accumulate till it's fully matured if you wanted to. But the B, the BPX drips will have a daily emission from them. Um, so you can go in and claim them every day if you wanted to. And the way it's going to work is the color pops will each have their own, you know, BPX drip associated to the color pop. If you sell the color pop, you lose the drip. It's all going to be tied in together. The, 
leaderboard points, so your your season-long rewards and those points will come as an individual trophy for what looks like right now each sport. So you're going to get a baseball leaderboard trophy, you're going to get a football leaderboard trophy, and that will be its own asset that represents that drip. Um, and then, again, back on the color pops, each color pop you own will have an individual one. There's so, is- so if so if I if I have a you know if I have a Bado color pop which is four hundred and four thousand HTH points, every Bado color pop I have will then I will receive the corresponding amount of BPX drip tokens that correspond to however much BPX I will get for a Bado, and then separate from that. I will also be receiving another drip as a way to commemorate where I am on the leaderboard. Yes, but the the thing that, to remember is the the tie-in should be an interface for the ColourPop. So your ColourPop's going to have like an interface to interact okay. with to, to claim your drip. Whereas the leaderboard one, we have no way to give you just like, we need to provide you an asset of some kind. So Got it. when they talked about the trophy, you know, I, I haven't seen this yet, but the trophy itself, I assume we're going to make some type of art for it. And it'll have like, a you know, a trophy looking item. And then that will represent your point strip for your leaderboard position. Like whatever, you know, how many ever points you had equal X amount of BPX. Ah, got it. Okay. That, you will then claim it as if that was your color pop, but it's it's really all your points for the year. Got it. Okay. Or, oh, okay. Sorry, for the sport. Right. Right. So so it's sort of like a a, a a part to whole kind of kind of thing going on there. Excellent. That that right. that provides a little bit more clarity for me and and as somebody who definitely stashed away a lot of color pops, just trying to figure it out, especially since they're not showing up on the leaderboard. That's going to be really exciting to get that final grand reveal, which is going to be awesome. Um, and, ha- yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, and to Patrick's point there. We have mulled over the idea of taking color pops that are not much. I mean, not color pops. I'm sorry. Taking drips that are not matured, maybe at a, a reduced rate. The hard part is on the tech side. We haven't figured out a way to do it um, in in a in a smooth way. So as of right now, I'm going to say no. We won't be taking them. But that doesn't mean that Jeff doesn't decide or figure out or have the engineer team figure out a way to take it easily. So I I would say more of a not yet on that one, but it is something that we're trying to mull over on how we could use it for the community. Nice. And one more follow-up question from Petrarca before I throw it over to Hawkwind. He asks uh, in the the X-Spaces chat, does the ColourPop drip, will it only mature at a set period of time or can I take half out and then sell and then the next person gets the other half? Uh, you should be able to claim daily, and then you can sell whatever is remaining whenever you want to. Okay, so it's prorated, and then you yeah, know, at yeah. the end, if I have a if I've cashed out twenty thousand BPX out of forty thousand, and then I sell that token, it will Perfect. provide twenty thousand to the next person. Excellent. Um, that's super clear. That's super clear. I'm loving this. This is spicy. <laughs> uh, Hawkwind, Hawkwind, over to you before um, before I'm going to ask pretty please for Eric to drop maybe a little alpha. Uh, go ahead, Hawkwind. Yeah. Um, so, Eric, I have a question for you. Um, you mentioned that it's going to be on the um, uh, BPX pl- or, uh, Block Packs p- uh, platform coming up for the drips, right? That, so, is, that is correct. It'll be in the marketplace. So how about for us that have the drips already going but haven't matured yet on, on, uh, on the OpenSea? Uh, I haven't thought of that. 
I don't. I, it's something I can take back to them. What, what would be? What would you, your ask be to move them in? I'll tell you right now. So I have fifteen thousand claimable BPX from Drips, and when I go to actually claim it, it says it'll cost seventy six dollars worth of ETH to transfer it. Okay. So you can see where it's uh, essentially. I know ETH will go down. I'm sorry, the gas price will go down if you do it not um, at peak times. But it's. I, I've been looking now for probably twenty times in the last three months, and it's always been high. It's not worth taking out. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't have an answer for that. It's something that I haven't really given much thought. I'll just be honest. So it's something that I'll put on my notepad from tonight's combo and see what we can figure out if there's a way. Again, I don't. there's also regulatory things around how we do a lot of this stuff. So I, I have to be careful on any answer I give regarding that, uh, especially around the token. That makes sense. And then for anybody who actually has been here a little while and uh, wonders if they have a drip, it's actually drips dot blockpacks.com is where it'll pull it up from your wallet as long as you're logged in and it'll actually pull up how much you have and when the other ones are going to mature and and for those who we're gonna we're trying a new simulcast tonight so we're hoping to get this uploaded to youtube afterwards and hawkwind's been sharing his screen with the bpx strip claim so you can kind of see how it is i guess the other question hawkwind is that like we always preach, especially to the newer folks coming in, is there, in a, and I think Infinite, he is in here, is there a link from the Blockpacks Discord for drips? And if not, can we get it there? Because obviously... Ooh, that'd be nice. Yeah. 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 Um, great, great, uh, great intel, Hawkwind. Thank you for that. I think that's really important, especially for a lot of the users to know. And I really appreciate, Eric, that you're going to be con continuing to think about that. Before we get into um, the alpha, I do want to throw it back over to Slappy one time. You did have a book question before we then before we then head in? Yep, just a couple of book questions. Is uh, Number one, for folks who didn't catch the special... Uh, BPX After Dark Daytime Extra we did with Eric where, you know, and leave it to block packs. I, I love reading books. Everybody in my family reads them, but let's be honest, right? I mean, physical books. When's the last time there was a lot of excitement about it? I mean, Harry, the Harry Potter series is probably the last time the world went crazy about it. And it's insane during, I mean, Galileo was talking about how his uh, blood pressure was getting up, listening to Eric talk about it. I mean, only Frenchie could gamify, right? A book drop. And I think, I'm not sure if Eric mentioned, I think it was what, 440 copies are going to be the generic kind with the miners across it, right, Eric? That's the quantity? That's correct. Okay, so there's, so we're talking a total of 551, uh, 440, no, 440 plus 549. Yeah, okay, 549. Now, you, there w might be a second edition, so it's not limited forever. It's just, this is the first edition, and that's it. If it runs again, it'll be the second edition. But this is the only first edition. Two of the three classes are serialized. Now, we talked about the auctions. And the one thing that it was interesting hearing the mechanics, because you have to set a time for the auction, so it's going to make it really interesting. You're going to do three a night, three a night, three a night, and then one the final night. And so the three are going to go to expire at different hours, one hour apart. But the problem is, if the first one goes into extended bidding, it's possible it will run into the conclusion of the second one. And every time you bid, your BPX is tied up. So you have to think strategically, do you bid on this spot or are you saving it for the next spot? Because that's it's quite possible they're going to overlap the auctions on, on those first three nights. Right, Eric? All very true. 
Okay. And you mentioned you would love to grab one of these, but you're like, I'm just not sure I have enough BPX. So the the, the minor book by itself is going to be priced, for folks who are wondering, it's expected to be priced about the price of a booster box, only in BPX, not credit card, not ETH, only BPX. So it's going to be about two two fifty. And then if you factor in with the top, uh, the, the, the highest class one that only has 10, you get one of the holdback miners. So, I mean, when you're looking at that, obviously you're not going to pick a floor miner and even though they've shift changed out a lot of good ones, there's still some really good ones. I'm not sure if there's still a 101 because the astronaut, I think, still shows up there. Um, you're right. Yeah, you're right. I was just thinking about that myself. Yeah. Yep. So, but, but let's be clear. I'm sure there's some kind of canary or something in there. So like, it's hard to evaluate, to, to evaluate the prices now, but five, $600 in price. So add that to the book. And I would think you're looking at, if you're, you're looking at a value of starting point of around a thousand dollars worth of BPX. Is that kind of where you're guessing? And, and you're talking, and we've got you as a community mer- member, Eric, not as a Block Packs team member. It's like you who would love to have one of these books who doesn't think you have enough. Where would you guess the floor is on these things, these 10 spots? Wild guess. So I won't speculate on price, but I'll tell you, I'd, I'd pay $1,000 for one personally, but I won't speculate on what I think other people might do. And for the record, that's about forty-eight thousand BPX. So I mean, that's a good that's a good metric to kind of like think about. I think I think Slappy, you're you might be in the ballpark in terms of you know being able to sniff around one of those one of those one of tens, and we'll we'll see how that kind and of. And then works. the only other question I had is that the holdbacks, as I know you were talking about, you were gonna because there's talk about they're held in separate wallets. And so to see them, and I know that, uh, what's his name, who used to have the great community member who built that site uh, with all the miners, is that how can we look at the holdbacks? So we know, you know, hey, I might not get this, but like, in other words, you could look at the holdbacks, look at the top 10 miners, and you could say, yeah, even if I get number 10, I love 10 miners that I die for. Mm-hmm. So what, what's the status on that, Eric? us being able to see the holdbacks? Yeah, I have to get with uh, Infinite with that because I actually don't know the exact place to look at the holdbacks. I was looking at the list that the community member had built, and there are I know there are some that have been removed from that that were done during shift change. So, not sure what we need to do to get that updated or find that information. But um, my, my goal is to get that put together um, with Infinite. Nice. We'll figure that. Nice. We'll figure- out or, or find where we can get that information. Obviously, you know, we're going to need to work hand in hand with the 10 people who want them. So, you know, it's it, we can work on that as a, a one-on-one basis as we go also if we need to sort that out. I love the fact that you've been dripping all of this. This has been a great review for me as somebody who's missed a lot of these core bits of news that have happened this week. And in classic BPX After Dark form, shout out to Jamps. We've been going a little bit over. But, you know, before we move on to the – I'll quickly go through the block packs dash. But before we do, I want to just say that I've been a little bit jealous this week because Tex Hooper had you on, Eric, and you provided some really wonderful information. And then Gen Con had you on, and you were dropping even more alpha. And then I was thinking to myself – Where's my seat at the table? And so I reached out to you and I was like, can you help review a couple of things? And you said, yes, I can. And in classic Eric form, because this is just what you love to do, you're like, 
and I might drop a little something. So I get a seat at the table. I get a seat at the big at, at the at the adults table. I think that that's really wonderful. So you've got some news for us, Eric. Please give us the opportunity to have one more bit of alpha this week. What do you have on the table? What are you serving a platter of tonight? Before before the full before the full serving, a little appetizer we also missed on was the Hex Club rewards went out for the quarter. Um, of course it did. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We want the kill. The, the Hex Club is done. Twitter itself killed it. So if you guys didn't see our announcement, please don't pay if you don't want Twitter. Uh, you know that Hex for yourself. Like that's that's gone. So we don't have any. Uh, you know, please don't pay for it if you don't want it. That's that one. And then also one to the first uh, secondary market BPX rebate went out as well today. So a little bit more of a give back for those who are providing some support to the secondary market. Now, the good stuff. The one that I came here for that it, I'm most excited about. It, I'm oh. more excited about it than the book. Oh, uh, and I've been saving this one for a good moment. So GT, you might be getting the cream of the crop. Of oh, this is the, this is the Eric S. Nuke of the week. Okay, this drop a bomb on me, baby. So the way we were gonna, we are doing the minor book. We have a little something, something for everybody on the other side of the block packs community. In the wonders of the first world, what I've if heard of I it. told you there is a way? that I can guarantee nine people get to put their character proof into the first existence set. Oh my God. So a, 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 a guaranteed opportunity to have a wonder that you own placed in the first, the, in the, in the first playable sets of wonders of the first. So this is how it's going to go. We are going to auction nine spots. We will run the auction next week. It will be our first auction that we run. It will be the Wonders of the First character spots that go in to the existence set. Each orbital will have one spot that they get that gets auctioned. If you bid on that orbital and you win, a character that you pick from your collection has to be from that orbital. Whoa. That is, that is part one. It can be anything that you have. In your set, you have to own it, but you're going to be bidding on that orbital. So if you want a Petraya guy to go in or a, a legendary form, then you got to pick. You have to bid on that orbital and win it in the auction. That is part one. So you'll go through all six orbitals. It's going to be a three-day auction, and it's going to end. The goal is for it to end on Thursday night. Okay. Next week. The, the second part of this auction... There will be three wild card spots that you can pick anything you want in your set to make sure it goes in. And those will run right. We'll start them to end on Sunday night. I love it. So those will be guaranteed. You'll come to us and tell us, I want this card to go into the set. And we'll make sure that that item, that that card is part of the very first existence set. You can guarantee your character proof is part of the is part of that set. Holy smoke. So just just to recap, there will be nine cards that we can bid on uh, in order to include one of our wonders into the first playable set of wonders of the first six of them each one is going to come from one of the six orbitals and then there will be three wild card spots where you just say i want this frog legendary in here i don't care if it's from you know umberthine or something i just want it in there 
or I want this bear in there, or I want this chain-bound golem. Shout out to the to the block pack stash last week. I just want it in there, and those three spots I can bid on, and we're good to go. Correct, and we will make sure that those players then fit into the game, the battle mechanics. They'll get you know their powers, um, and you'll get to see your character proof kind of come to life wow. in that first IP use. <laughs> so, wow. Eric, I have a question on that. Um, so that also means on the collector boxes, which are serialized and also are all foils, uh, you're going to have that's going to go into that, those boxes also. Correct. Imagine, imagine you giving you giving yourself the opportunity to not only bid on having a beloved wonder of the first sh- character proof that you own show up not just in the first box, but in hollow form. I can't think of a better way to include the community, not only in the process of creating this game and creating the very first edition of it, but just having the opportunity to give the community a little bit more juice and agency into the creative process of it. That is a really, really cool opportunity for us to kind of think about. And that is huge alpha i am grateful that you saved the best for last this week i'm sure there's going to be more next week eric but boy i'm really really grateful that you that you saved this this week this is exciting especially coming on the heels of a lot of announcements and a lot of tweets that frenchy has been making not just in the wonders of the first discord but also on his own personal twitter right before uh, block packs BP, bpx after dark He posted a really, really wonderful and important manifesto that really outlines the power of Wonders of the First and the historical quality to it and also the excitement quality to it. I think that there's a lot of really deep thinking that is going on inside the Wonders of the First team, and I can't think of a better way to include the community so that they also have some agency in the creative process. And boy, we're coming up on it. I mean, the release is coming up soon. This has been a couple, it has been a year and a year and change in the making. And now it's finally here. I know Jeff is excited about it. I know you're excited about it, Eric. And with this news, this is going to make things even more exciting for a lot of our community members. So thank you for even offering this opportunity. Yeah, I mean, I I was giddy when you said to come on the show. I literally text Jeff and I just said, I'm dropping it tonight. I'm doing it. And he just he just liked it. He was like, have, dude, have at it. You know? So things like I get to, I have been I truthfully have been enjoying my time already, just digging into things, adding where I can, helping build things where I can. The wonders of the first team, man, I got to meet them in South Carolina. A couple of them were down there. They they're just awesome people. They're card people. They play the game. They love the game. I mean, you can see their excitement for it. And, you know, I talk about it a lot. And you you get to work around people who are truly excited and truly passionate about what they're doing and what they're building. We are going to have success. And we're going to stand on it. Stand on business, as they say, right? We're going to stand on it. And we're going to make sure that we are proud of what we're putting on the table. And it is—it just feels good to, to 
to work and surround yourself with this team. It's it's actually it's been amazing. Well, and and I love the fact that I just hear the energy and enthusiasm and passion in your voice, Eric, and I just hear how excited you are, which I think trickles down to a lot of the people who are a part of this project. I think it's really great to kind of see all of the work that's being done, and I am incredibly excited at this opportunity and I do have to say, especially coming, you know, on the heels of also the BPX auction for the book and now for these wonders, y'all better start stocking up on that BPX. I mean, because I'm telling you, like these are these are literally once in a lifetime opportunities, right? There are not Black Packs is not going to be giving away a lot of these or selling off a lot of these held back miners, especially when you have a choice between any one of the miners that are around. That is a unique opportunity that you could spend your BPX in, right? And now we have the once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to include a cherished Wonder of the First character proof that is going to be included in the very first historically relevant and significant real-life booster boxes that are going to be be released. That is a big, big deal. And I think if you have been stockpiling your BPX and squirreling it away, or if you're hearing this and are a little bit excited about it, now is the time to really, really consider maybe this is the time to really spend that BPX because honestly, I can't think of a more historic and unique way of spending it than right now. We've got two silos that are on the cusp of something really interesting and creative, and I can't wait to see what the action is going to be next week. Eric, I am so grateful for all of this news that you're providing us. And I also want to take the opportunity as well to um, talk a little bit about a few things that we've been uh, kind of mulling over. Can I stop you there real quick? I had a question. Yeah, go go ahead. Hey, Eric. Go ahead, Hawkwind. So this happens a lot. And I'm not saying it bothers me. I just want to bring it up for people, which is the um, there's eight of them that are going to be auctioned off and they're going to go for a really high amount. So um, as people say, the whales are going to get them. They're not going to be there for the majority of other people to be able to get it. So the question is, what I've seen before is, can there be one or two that's set aside that's actually random off as a, as a gift or a, a random prize so that it's not just whales getting this, but it's at least one or two other people that are able to uh, take advantage of this and also get their, their, their characters in there. Cool. Put me on the spot with that question. (laughs) You know, I can't, I can't make any promises there. Um, You know, we try to do things as fairly as we can. I mean, I'll, I'll go back to the Santa prize being random. Like there was some big winners there that were, you know, they didn't have a ton of entries, right? There was there were some really big winners there. So I know there's a time and place where we do try to balance it. I, I, I can't speak on how this is gonna play out, but I'll 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 take it back with me as another one of those well, what can we do in this situation? Um, and in, you know, Eric, I apologize if I missed it. I was I appreciate guys, it's been great. All the comments in the Twitter spaces. Like I've been sharing it with GT compiling people have been dming me so i apologize if i missed it i know in the bpx after dark daytime special you talked about the limiting it to first come first serve but one per for a set period of time then people can come back for a second so with these the wonder spots is it limited to one per as well we have not set a limit on the auctions oh my so that, that could be a good compromise to what chris that's spicy 
Yeah. That's spicy. It is. Um, again, these are things, I mean, these, these are things that I will not make a judgment call on because I'd like to keep my job. Uh, <laughs> there, are po- there are points where I'm willing to step out over the edge for you guys, but there are, yeah. things I'm going to take that back to the team, not just Jeff and, and put it on the table and get, you know, get eight people's opinion, opinions on it, not just one. Um, and we'll kind of see where that lands and how it feels. And maybe, you know, when we when we unpack and do the full announcement, I'll see where we where we land on that. Um, let me just point out one thing. Black Packs has done a phenomenal job over the years of doing weighted stuff. So in other words, a whale has a um, hundred different proofs. They get a hundred spots. But Joe, that only has two proofs, will get two spots. So the whales got it uh, in their favor, but Joe can easily win it also just because of the random. Mm-hmm. You've done that over and over and set, I would say, set the precedent for that happening. And so it would be awesome. Auctions themselves aren't like that, but it would be awesome if something can come in so that people have the opportunity to be able to get it and follow the precedent you guys have set all along, which is everyone has an, an opportunity. Everyone. Yeah. I hear you, and like I said, we'll we'll work to come to a conclusion there, and and we'll when we when we unpack it, I'll see what we can do. A couple of other thoughts that I've been hearing from um, community members in the X Spaces comments, and also on Discord, um, talking a little bit vis a vis the auctions as well. Um, discussing and thinking a little bit about the shark utility passes, and then the question of. Um, Will the I guess this this would this would also be a question for you when the twenty when when will the twenty five percent bump in auction credit be given? Will it be happening before auctions start up again? Is that something that you can that you can um, address, Eric? Sorry, I missed that last piece. The, yeah, so yeah, so Chicago Collector asks um, when will the twenty five percent bump in auction credit be given, and when will auctions start up again? Uh, so the 25% should be being pushed out either say tomorrow. Um, I know they were working awesome. on that. So uh, it, it will happen uh, before the auctions begin. Yes. And Amazing. the auction we run should be for next week for those, uh, for, for those spots on the one is the first character. Nice. So nice. it should, should, I mean, we, the goal is hopefully to send them live mon- Monday, Tuesday with an ending. It's a two or three day auction. We'll have them end on Thursday night for the orbitals. And then the three wild card spots would be ending on Sunday. So, um, you know, we'll see what we can do. Right. Those, yeah. That's the yeah. first wave of the auctions and then full auction, hoping to come in the week behind that. And then lost minor book the week after that. So, I mean, that'll take us right into the end of, February and before you know it, it'll be some HTH presale action maybe kicking Amazing. in. Amazing! Oh my! Oh my gosh! March twenty eighth is baseball season, and we fully intend to try to rip on the opening day of baseball. This so- is not just a roadmap. This is an autobahn, baby. This is. I mean, <laughs> if, if if you're thinking about getting into to the various ideas and aspects of BPX and block packs in general, this is the time to do it. Uh, I want to I want to point out a couple of things uh, before I let you go. Gosh, we've been running a little bit over, but you know what? This has been spicy. So, you know, hopefully slappy, you can get a couple of good sound bites out of this one and video bites. Um, I do want to point out, we've, uh, we asked Infinite about drips. Uh, he has um, 
pointed out that there is already a link already in terms of uh, seeing what your drips are and how they are accruing. Uh, you can go under block packs and then go to the services uh, tab and you can take a look at that. Also want to shout out CP Hurley for pinning some very, very amazing holdbacks that the block packs team already owns, including a crazy awesome gas mask miner um, and also a beautiful green hoodie with a white beard and a white what's what's that trait what the, it's not a canary what's the white bird in the background it's beautiful yeah it's it's a, it's aesthetically amazing yeah there, that would be that would be the one for me or or the blue hoodie with the with the diamonds in the back that'd be nice too so there are a lot of amazing amazing miners for us to kind of check out that's something to take a look at um, and then lastly uh, Eric one more question for you um, we were asked uh, if there is a planned design for those leaderboard trophies like will they feature top HTH points earners? Uh, t- talk to me a little bit, uh, if, if you can, about the kind of design for those leaderboard trophies. I, I anticipate it looking like a trophy itself when we talk nice. about it. Uh, we will have, I mean, we have a graphic designer who's, who does a lot of that work. Um, so they, they, we give them concepts and they give us a beautiful, completed thing. It's not one of those things where I'm sitting there working on drawing it or up with it myself. So. Amazing. Amazing. Eric, I have. I am so grateful for your time. On, you make on. I, you make me a great host. Yeah. What, what's up? What's up, Slappy? I have last time. question. So it's the, Tech Super and I are like two old men who argue about this all the time about calling it season one or season two. What's really hard, <laughs> one BPX was paid out, but we're in season one of HTH. So it's confusing when people say, like, well, when's season two going to be over? Because, of course, when they take you take the snapshot, right? It's not going to be just for HTH. It's everything that's covered. So is season two the one we're in right now that's going to end for the snapshot? Yes. Let, let me ruin it for all of you. It is season 2A in my book because we have football and baseball, and then it'll be 2B when basketball and all the other items are, are included with basketball. There's parts right. to this whole. Wait, and then, and then the next alpha that Eric's going to drop, he's going to tell us when the snapshot is. And you said it's when, Eric? I, I mean, you, you, you told us you would. I'm, I'm kidding. You really did. But. Well, I, the, I will say the points, we intend to announce the points after the Super Bowl. We've said that all along. Uh, but we will not We will not be making any promises on when those trips will hit wallets yet. We have to go through building and finishing it <laughs> we, we you're announcing the points after the super bowl but how soon after do you how soon you don't have to give us an exact date but how soon after the super bowl should we expect the snapshot two weeks or two months which closer to which it may not even be a snapshot we just we we just intend to inform the community like what that bpx per points looks like how many bpx is going to be in that nice. total distribution i i would say confidently within two weeks after the Super Bowl. I could say we, we, would, we should feel pretty good about at least giving out that number, but not a snapshot date. Cough twice if it's next Wednesday. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Eric, you are the absolute best. Thank you for hopping on for a extremely extended period of time. We are grateful to you. And shout out as well, lastly, before... 
before we leave, um, Petrarca uh, just dropping some absolute bombs on the on the comment space. Um, he says that he canceled his family vacation so he could spend more BPA. Or no, it was Galileo. I've just here here here's what he says. I've decided to cancel my family vacation to buy BPX. BPX. Please don't do that. I cracked up when I saw that, but please don't please don't do that. Go go wherever you want to go. Eric, you are the absolute best, and that concludes the catch up which I was expecting 15, 20 minutes. It lasted an hour. So that means I have to go through the block packs dash very, very quickly. But boy, oh boy, there were some amazing, amazing bits of alpha and information that Eric provided us. And we are incredibly grateful to you, the listener, for providing incredible feedback, questions, and comments to everything it is that we just discussed over the last hour. We are grateful to you, and we hope that you continue to interact with us either on the Block Packs Discord or on the Radish Digital Discord. You make this community special and amazing. Slappy, over to you quickly. All right, just get in the folks' comments quick who are in the community, in the space. We appreciate you being here. We know not everybody wants to come up on stage. Of course, you're all welcome to come up and make your comment or ask your question here. Uh, Loco4, I just got 3,000 BPX today, so I'm ready to bid. Who wants to auction me a minor auction book for auction credit? You've got Rooktis saying, hey, Eric, when you meet with Frenchie tomorrow about Raz." Ask about Shark Utility Mint Pass. Thank you. And uh, let's see, a few other ones. Just to make sure we get in here is, I think I we got it all. All right. I want to just make sure we recognize everybody making comments, asking questions. Keep them coming. Much, much love to you all, the community. You all make this place exciting and very interesting for us to especially discuss. And thank you for the trust that you have in all of us to be able to host these wonderful spaces. Let's go ahead and move on to the block pack stash. I will keep this quick because we do want to make we do want to get into the main event before things get too late and I turn into a pumpkin, even though I'm still on Pacific time. So we are going to do our weekly segment called the block pack stash, where we highlight the sales and activity from around the main silos of block packs. We'll give you a quick hit of the activity. Maybe talk about one or two highlights and then focus on one or two undervalued or interesting items that I would like to have if I had the capital. So we'll start with Wonders of the First. Uh, as, of course, we were just mentioning, there is a big week for Wonders of the First. There have been a lot of ideas and things that have been happening and some onboarding of some really wonderful and new uh, new members. So welcome to you all in the Wonders of the First Discord and in the Block Packs Discord as well. For the character proofs, 10 sales happened this week. Last week was about 14 sales. So relatively, you know, sitting at that kind of volume right there. We have a current floor price of 0.079 ETH and 1% are listed. This week's sale highlight, I fervently believe, is the uh, Milvec purchase of Ursoc Stoutpaw, a super badass bear, which um, Milvec bought for 0.14 ETH, slightly over the floor price. It is a cool, really menacing bear that I, I just love. I think there are a lot of dark kind of, you know, creepy sort of looking characters that are in the character proofs that are sitting at the floor. Ursoc Stoutpaw is this really, really large, imposing uh, bear that has a really menacing look on his face. I just loved that one as well. I want to highlight and point out Snowball Smithers at 0.3 ETH. He is currently up for sale. He is a trip and a half. Think Rocket Raccoon from a particular Marvel series. 
but so he's wearing that kind of like leather and and he's got this kind of like weapon but he's a cat he's a very very adorable cat snowball smithers would be my play for the um for the character that's kind of like out there he's sitting there at 0.3 eth and he's just really he's both really cute but also kind of a badass as well so shout out to sunny428 for um putting him on sale or her on sale um and he's just an absolute i i giggled when i saw when i saw snowball smithers um bit of a reach in terms of in terms of floor price but who knows? I mean, given the fact that Eric just dropped this really interesting and important alpha, you might want to purchase Snowball Smithers for 0.3 and throw them into the very first inaugural in real life card set that Wonders of the First is going to be dropping. And I so, want to keep it going, GT, but Sonny's in the audience, so I invited Sonny to come up here. Sonny actually is. It's a he. And Sonny, if you're in here, come on up on stage and tell us what you're doing. Are you just looking to go into a different wonder or what's your motivation? We'd love to hear that if you want to hop on. Sorry, GT, go ahead. No worries. Um, yeah, Sonny's Sonny's uh, wonder just really stood out to me as like the the rocket equivalent of um, of, of somebody that we would see on on Wonders of the First. So shout out shout out to Sonny for showing me the light in terms of this beautiful, wonderful, wonderful wonder of the first character proof. Let's quickly move on to Lost Miners. Uh, last week, we had 22 sales with 0.9% listed. This week, we had a few more. A lot of them were some Weath sales, but there were some really wonderful ones that ended up happening. A 0.1, uh, 0.1 ETH floor price with 0.9% listed. I don't think it's ever eclipsed more than 1% listed. We've already talked about the sale highlight. Shout out again to Alpha and Tito for working on an OTC trust-based minor sale for over $42,000 in terms of the equivalent of that. That's pretty impressive. Pretty, pretty darn impressive. I want to highlight one in particular that I thought was really super clean. Miner 2566. Um, the current price is 0.1 ETH. I thought this guy was just super clean. He's sitting around the floor or at the floor. He's got this beautiful orange intact miner helmet with a red uh, miner light. He's got the typical kind of miner face with a white bushy beard and then he's got like a black striped or striped gray shirt he's just super clean i think he'd be really good as a pfp so if you are thinking about entering into the minor space i think that's a really really good place to be which i think is quite wonderful to kind of like think about um so just generally speaking i think it's going to be really important to recognize that even after a uh, after a year and a half Miners continues to have really, really consistent sales. This week we had 38. We love to see it happen. I'm going to quickly zip through Home Team Heroes before I throw it over to Hawkwind to talk a little bit about the reward store and what he sees in the reward store. Home Team Heroes, we had 115 sales this week, including a Doc Black 1 of 1 sold by Mr. Dillon for about 8,000 BPX. Congratulations to you, Mr. Dillon. We see a lot of people that are continuing to build up their collections right before the HTH Baseball Snapshot, which we heard from Eric will be in the next couple of weeks, or at least the mechanics of the snapshot will be happening in the next couple of weeks. A Snow Bear Lime Shatter also sold for 1,600 BPX. In my mind, that's a steal. Um, and then in football, we had the equal amount of sales from last week and this week. Both had 90 sales. 
A bison white shatter for 5,000 BPX was sold, which I think is really cool. There were a couple, or there was one unrevealed sold for 13,000. And unsurprisingly, the main ColourPop, um, the main ColourPop sale this week was McArmy Knife. There were three 1X McArmy Knife ColourPops because, of course, he may be the MVP this Sunday. Um, but relatively speaking, he is one of three players who are still active for more HTH football points. So do make sure to continue to check in on the uh, foot HTH football block packs marketplace because McArmy Knife, Merlomes, and Yeti are still all eligible to earn a little bit more points for their work in the big game this Sunday. Lastly, we saw significantly fewer sales in basketball um, this week. We still had 275 sales this week. But I'm noticing that we have lower sales this week, but higher purchase prices. People were buying common sets last week, and now they're looking for their rainbows this week. We had a shy step and a Fungi White Shatter, both selling for 15,000 BPX each. And I think that really speaks to the diversity of collecting within the HTH community. You can try to purchase a lot of different commons for your sets and build up points that way, or you can build your rainbows by really taking the plunge and buying those more expensive, uh, more expensive HTH cards. This week, it just so happened to be the case in which a lot of people were buying white shatters, orange shatters, pink shatters, and a lot of golds, a lot of gold. So you can take a look at the activity that was going on right there. Those are generally the silos that have been going on with the block packs ecosystem. But of course, do not sleep on the reward store. If you've got the BPX or the store credit to spare, do make sure to check it out. And Hawkwind, before I throw it over to you, I'm not much of like an IRL card guy, but Man, I just love the diversity of the reward store. I really do. I noticed that this week we had a couple of sales with a Pokemon Scarlet Violet box, like collector's box. We saw a Larry Bird Panini National Treasures sale. We saw a 1960 Topps Willie Mays sale. We saw a Josh Allen go. I want to just hear your take about what your perspective is on the reward store. I know you look at it a lot, and I want to hear a little bit about kind of what you're noticing about the reward store. Yeah, um, I've I've bought quite a few off the reward store since the beginning. I just want to um, make sure everybody knows where it's at. It's blockpacks.com. And if you scroll down on the main page about mm, one or two scrolls, you'll see reward store. And then you click on that. It says all rewards and it'll show you all the ones. Now, on the left-hand side, it'll say listed all in auction. Just click on listed. Otherwise, it'll try to load a button of actual cards, uh, all of them, and it might slow down in computers. Finally, um, what I do all the time is it uh, defaults to a sort of price low to high. Uh, if you click on it and then change that to recently listed, you'll actually see what the newest ones are. For instance, there is one from TAG. I have not seen this before. It must have just gone up. So it's actually TAG is a, a new grading card company that uses... Um, uses a computer and more precision. And that's up there of Julio Rodriguez, actually. It looks pretty nice. It's um, it's the cosmic one from 2022 from Tops. So 
Go ahead and definitely do the recently listed as your sort. Just note, if people change the prices, I think, I'm not positive, but from what I've seen, I think if the price changes, it gets uh, put up as uh, the newest listing. So it's not always the newest, but it could be one that actually changed price. So what I do is pretty simple. I go um, and actually, let's see here. Um, the first thing I do is make sure during the day that I look, I actually go to CoinMarketCap, CoinMarketCap.com. And in there is BPX and what the um, current price is and USDC. So right now it's 0 0.021. And um, so I take a look at that and I times it by the actual BPX that it states in the rewards store for what something's selling. And I find the true cost of what it is, not what it says below it. Because um, as some of you know, and if you're new, you might not, that was a set price that they're using that was at 0.35 for BPX, I think. And it's really at 0.21. You could buy it off other people um, within Blockpack's community, the BPX, or you can go on Uniswap and buy it. And if you buy it, it's only going to cost you that point. Zero two one. So if we just do one of them, which is the newest one from Julio Rodriguez, it's up for 900, I mean, sorry, 9,995 BPX. And you times that by 0 0.021. The real cost is $209, not the 387 it says on the website. So I think that turns a lot of people off because they see that price below and say it's way over comp. But the reality is, if you just went and bought BPX, it would cost you only $209 for that. So um, I'll show you, um, I'm doing this on, um, on Spaces also, while we simulcast. Um, I'll show you um, some of the ones that I bought. So a little while back, I actually, um, it's about, geez, this was about, 23 days ago, um, I bought a few. And what came up actually was the 2017 FLIR Ultra Royal Foil Marvel cards. And they've come up in the past. And they were set roughly at about $40 to $60 each. They were mostly PSA 9s. And when you look actually at the POP report, which I do all of this investigation before I buy anything, You'll see that there's sometimes um, I've gotten the only and one pop, at the pop. They pop. Pop is what? Population report through P, uh, PSA. Because these are all from PSA grade. No, can you explain population report for people who don't understand the card industry? Yes, popula population report is pretty simple. They actually keep a running tally of all the cards that were graded like the Ultra Spider Woman. Um, with spe that specific card. And they actually have a 1 through 10 scale, with 10 being perfect, PSA 10. And they tell you how much there were, well, has been graded in each of those different um, uh, gradients, uh, uh, like PSA 9, PSA 8, PSA 7, and then what the total is. So, for instance, there was one that I had, was a PSA 9, and it was the highest one, and there was only two of them. So I had one of the two bought through the store. So um, I bought those for about 40 to 60 real dollars. Again, um, not using what's uh, posted as the dollar amount on the site, but going by BPX amount. And I just sold one actually on eBay for $169. It was about two days. Nice. Ago. 
Um, nice. So those are also numbered to 100. And one of the challenges with the reward store is it doesn't show you the backs of these cards. And it also doesn't put in the title if they're numbered. This is a tip. So you can do your own research and find out it's numbered, thus more limited and potentially worth more. So mm -hmm. that's one thing that I take a look at is I found that out. The, I didn't know the FLIR Ultras were out of 100. And so that was pretty sweet to actually see. Um, any questions, comments so far? Yeah, this, no, this, this is really important to, to kind of know that there is like, and, and what I'm hearing you say too, is that there's a lot of real value to doing a little bit of extra legwork and research in order to kind of like see what might be possible in terms of the marketplace and the reward store. And there's such incredible diversity. Yeah. Um, Hawkwind, can, can you just point out maybe one before we end up yep. moving on to the main event, but can you point out one that you might have your eyes on that might be really interesting to you? Yeah. So um, we are talking about, if you go and look, there's a Frank Robinson. He's a baseball player from the old days, 1957 tops Frank Robinson. And if you take a look at the, the BPX price, again, that's what you want to do. It's 10280 And you times that by 0 0.021, which is the current price of BPX, and it's only $215. Then you go to actually PSA, which I've done, and the cheapest one for a PSA 3 of this exact same card, I think was around $265. Well, there we go. So there's not a ton of meat on that bone, but there is enough. But remember, a lot of people don't buy EPX. They actually get it as a reward or they've gotten it in the past or they get it in a trade. So if you've gotten this as a reward, BPX, that's a great, a great, great card to actually get. And then for money, I just want to point out two more tips. <laughs> the dog's going crazy. It's not my yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah, she's, yeah, she, that's mine. That's mine. I'll yeah. Um, two more tips on this, and then I'll stop there and see if there's any questions, um, is which ones to look for. What I've been looking for, the only thing I don't know anything about is Pokemon. So I stay away from that. And there's a lot of Pokemon. So someone else could always um, say what they, how they go about it. But with all the rest, I look for a, a rookie, of, rookie card of an upcoming season. So for instance, I was looking for baseball cards um, in December and beginning of January in the baseball and the um, reward store for rookies because those prices usually go up if it's a player that gets a lot of hype and or does well in spring training. So I'm banking on that even if I'm paying a little bit over on the BPX. Um, and then another one I take a look for is Hall of Famers. Frank Robinson is a Hall of Famer. It doesn't say that. You need to look it up or know it. But Frank Robinson, a Hall of Famer, and it's a um, vintage card. So those two things, you're going to get a slower pace of actual um, increase in value over time, but it'll be a steady increase of value over time. It's If you take a look at all these different Hall of Fame old ones, like uh, from the 70s and earlier, especially the six, 1965 and earlier, you're going to find out that the price is a nice little um, um, upward trend on, on the actual chart. And it's really nice to know and have some of those. So if the, the whole industry goes down, those guys usually just stay flat. They don't go down. And then, Hawkwind, I, yep. yeah, I, I'm, I'm grateful. I mean, the, you know, thinking about the blue chippers is always really important. Thinking about a few different kind of 
you know, kind of kind of exci- exciting kind of, uh, you know, maybe risks out there and, and diversifying that portfolio. And I think the BPX reward story is the place to do yeah. it. I think, you know, figuring out and obviously you have a model for the value that you're providing and the way in which you're calculating this. I think this is really sound information, especially for some new people who might be thinking to themselves, can I find some value in these IRL cards? And the answer is yes. The answer is yes. There are so many different avenues and opportunities for BPX to be spent, as we've obviously learned this evening. And getting the chance to kind of do that is is really important. I do want to make sure that we we're under the two hour mark. So, are there any just final comments that you'd like to make, Hawkwin, before we uh, and, before we just sort of move? If I, on? if I might just add, if anybody has questions for Hawkwin, send them to either GT or me. We'll ask them, and he'll answer them next week. So get those questions in for Hawkwin. He can answer them next week. And Chicago did mention in the comments, he's willing to grade and give you advice on any cards for 525 BPX per card. But thank you, <laughs> Hawkwin, GT. Let's get to the next segment. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Uh, so Hawkwin, thank you so much for your time. Really, yep. really appreciate it. You're really appreciate your expertise. We're grateful. So uh, that was the, uh, that's it for the Block Packs Dash, where we track the silos and sales of Block Packs so you don't have to. That's going to do it for us. BPX After Dark has been produced by Radish Digital, the official media partner of Block Packs. That's digital with a J. I want to thank all of my guests today who are very active in comments, in Discord, and of course coming up onto the stage and furiously answering all of these questions in the Discord. I also want to thank everybody who has provided any support, feedback, or constructive criticism to make BPX After Dark the very best show it possibly can be. Congratulations to all of our winners tonight. I hope you had a fun time doing some trivia and doing a little bit of community building. I loved getting to create these questions for you, and I hope that it was a fun and enjoyable experience for you all. This is a community, and it is meant to be a community-based show, and you have all delivered in spades. I am grateful for your time, patience, and input. It serves as a reminder that we are, in fact, the best community out there. The next two weeks of programming are available in the Block Packs Discord under the Community Events tab. Tune in next week when I invite my wife to answer some questions about Block Packs in the main event segment I'm calling the Block Packs Newlywed Game. Will she be able to figure out which HTH basketball corresponds to the player they are inspired by? Will she be able to describe what Block Packs is at all? Tune in next week to see. And of course, we have heard your thoughts about more conversations with Block Packs members, Alpha, and Good Conversation. And we'll make sure to continue to incorporate that in our programming looking forward. Thank you so much for staying on way after dark. And for those of you who are listening on the podcast and in the re-records, I hope that you enjoyed the trivia questions and our friendly banter as we've gone about all of this. I'm your host, GT. This has been BPX After Dark. Take care, everyone, and have a great night. I will see you all next week. You've been listening to BPX After Dark, broadcast live each Thursday night at 6 p.m. Pacific in X Spaces over at Radish Digital. That's digital with a J. If you've made it this far, please take a second and hit that subscribe button to the BPX After Dark podcast. Why miss content like this when you can get notified every time there's a new show? We want to thank you, the listener. We could not do this without you. And a special thanks to those in the audience who raised their hand, came on stage, and also, of course, helped make Block Packs the best community out there. 
Blockpacks is a community built by collectors for collectors. I've been your host, GT, and that's going to be it for this show. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.